Welcome to the Wrestling Show. This is Lord Extra Cooler, and welcome to the Extra Cooler Show. Nobody eats beefaroni on a boat, man. That's a problem. <laughs> right, so, uh, right, so, uh, what's in cooler? Oh, just blew my mind. <laughs> the rhino, the rhino's on ya. <laughs> Extra credit. Port, 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 port side heater. Extra credit. Welcome to the Extra Cooler Show. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Extra Cooler Show. My name is Nick, otherwise known as Extra Cooler. And this week, oh, we've got that full Survivor Series team back again. Uh, Matt is joining us, Mike and Jim. Uh, as usual, you can find us on Instagram at Extra Cooler and over on Twitter at Extra Cooler Show. And don't forget to hop in our Discord. Um, before we get down to our homework this week, uh, I, I want to remind everybody, if you haven't already listened to it, um, we've put out a lot of fun episodes uh, celebrating the the season of Survivor Series, covering Survivor Series 1997 in two parts. And then last week, our uh, Survivor Series draft, where... Uh, the four of us and a very special guest uh, drafted our own Survivor Series team. So make sure you go back and listen to those. Um, but here we are, episode 80, uh, getting closer to our uh, two-year anniversary and our 100th episode. Um, so without further ado, tonight's homework is a very festive one. It takes place November 25th, 1999 at the Blue Cross Arena in Rochester, New York. And it oh, is... Yeah. It is a Thursday night SmackDown on Thanksgiving night. It actually uh, was recorded on the 18th of November for anybody who cares. Oh, really? Sorry. Yeah, I believe so. What a rip. (laughs) Spoilers. So so it was was not live, um, but here we are, Thanksgiving night. And before we recorded, Jim was mentioning how he can remember watching this, and I I definitely am right there with you. We were uh, seniors in high school, and I can remember, you know, Thanksgiving was wrapping up and tuning into SmackDown for this one. Yeah, exactly. It was like the perfect time of night, right? Like your family's starting to leave the house, if you, if you have it at your house. And uh, I remember going to my brother's room, and like we put this on, and I, we'll talk about it later, but I remember very specific parts of this episode, because this was kind of the height of, you know, that late 90s wrestling, right? Like where everybody was watching all the time. Yeah. Foreshadowing so many... you moving to Rochester too, maybe. Well, that was a few years before. But that's... <laughs> How many times did you and your brother scream puppies? <laughs> no, I'll tell you know what we got excited about something else, which is actually embarrassing to Matt. I'm excited for this one. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. All right, so I I feel like I really had to dive in with some homework this week um, because it, it this era starts to get a little blurry at times, and and we're gonna touch on mm-hmm. that. Um, so this the basically the big feud going on is Vince and Triple H feuding. Um, there's no Stone Cold anywhere on the card at the time. Uh, Rock is present, but the feud is Vince and, and Triple H. Um, it shows highlights of Vince destroying the DX limo. Vince is going nuts with a baseball bat on it. He Look gets at his eyes. <laughs> Vince is now. I guess I'm going to spoil it, but Vince is a baby face right now. I guess. <laughs> um, yeah. And well, Austin just got run over at Survivor Series. Right. Right. So he's so Vince is feuding with Triple H though, and DX is waiting backstage for Vince. It's Thanksgiving night, um, and uh, things kick off after that highlight package, and it's Jr. in the middle of the ring. He's not on commentary tonight, mind you. Commentary team is um, Lawler and Michael Cole, a very young Michael Cole. <laughs> yeah, very young Michael Cole. <laughs> and he calls out the champion. Now I don't know about you guys, but I I immediately did a. Holy shit, I don't remember this at all. I vaguely remember Big Show, Babyface Big Show, as the champion. He gets called out. He comes out to the ring, and he's all sappy. He just lost his father recently. <laughs> um, and and he's just like like this ultimate babyface. Like all the cheesy features of a babyface is Big Show right now in this moment including his massive hoop earring in his left ear. <laughs> you normally yeah. don't get that from a giant either. Like giants no. are usually like the big scary guy, not the uh, not the big baby face. 
Yeah, I don't know. Was anyone asking for uh, Babyface Big Show in 1999? He only debuted earlier in the year at the St. Valentine's right. Day Massacre, right? Like, he clearly a heel at the time because he was, like, helping Mr. McMahon heal Mr. McMahon uh, take out Austin, right? So I, it's, it's amazing. He wanted to cash in on the, on the Big Show boss man feud of the year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, wait, wait. So, yeah. so I don't know about you. I'm watching this, like... I know I've watched this before, and everything starts coming back to me. But Jericho comes out. It feels new. And it feels fresh. And I'm like, okay, Jericho's out. He lets him know that he's, he's Big Show's daddy. Uh, and happy, it's just well, like, first of all, how happy were you when Big Show was interrupted? You like, oh, knew yeah. it was coming, right? You like, knew someone was going to interrupt him. I didn't remember who. And then you hear the, the Y2J stuff kicks in. You're like, yep. yes. Matt must I, have been like, yes. <laughs> I loved it. I loved every second. Jericho gets a big pop, and I popped bigger than the crowd did. <laughs> it was it was great, especially the line of uh, he's going to kick his dimpled cottage cheese ass. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's peak Jericho stuff. Um, just so he, juvenile goodness yeah. from 1999. <laughs> it's very, very fitting. Um, and he, Jericho, like, I thought it was interesting. He's basically saying what everybody's thinking, including myself here in, in 2022, that uh, Big Show has zero charisma, especially on the mic. And it's or showmanship. Or yeah, showmanship. showmanship. <laughs> <laughs> so he challenges him to a match and um, a no DQ match and just. Pure chaos happens, and going back to what Mike said, I, I remember like the whole storyline of his father, Big Show's father passing away, and them incorporating that into things. And I'm like, nah, this can't be where Boss Man comes in. Sure enough, here comes Boss Man with his <laughs> nightstick in hand, and I'm like, oh, this is really going on. Boss Man is the number one contender, right? In 1999, like, holy shit, why am I watching this? And he's the I hardcore had... champion too. I had so zero this, recollection of this whatsoever. Yeah, so, <laughs> so this is the whole big, you're a big nasty bastard angle, right? Like, right, yeah. Big nasty bastard. Dragged on the coffin behind yeah, or the yeah, casket yeah. or whatever it's called. Ridiculous. Yeah, totally ridiculous. <laughs> so boss man and him go at it like on the side of the ramp and then uh, out comes China and Miss Kitty. And I'm not going to lie, I thought China was Miss Kitty and China was Nicole Bass for some reason. I, the, I I had it all mixed up. China's the Intercontinental Champion. She's got the broken thumb from Survivor Series. She comes out. Uh, Lawler is, you know, here, kitty, 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 kitty. Yes, I, I was really, hoping that. Lawler is. Girlfriends? Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if at this time, but they were definitely together for a while. That's why she's um, there. Without right? a doubt. Yeah. So she's basically mini China at this time, uh, and China comes out. She's got the hammer to the the bell and knocks out Jericho. And Big Show just out of nowhere is done with Boss Man, slides back in the ring, picks Jericho up, choke slams him, pins him one, two, three, and thank God this mat match is over with. I was excited and, though to see like this as the opening match in this card. I had no right. idea like what to expect. And when like Big Show comes out, you're like, "Oh boy, this is how this is starting." And then like Jericho's <laughs> in the match, and it's no DQ. Right. Then everyone's oh. running in. Like this is it, peak. Yeah, 1999 WWF. Yeah, thankfully, <laughs> Big Show is not long for the WWF title. Yeah, uh, who does he recall, lose it? Who uh, does he drop it to? Could Triple someone H. tell me how he won the title? Yeah, that's Survivor Series. How? Versus who? Please, Please Mikey Turk, right? Triple, tra triple Tret, I think. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Triple Tret. Everyone, everyone was clamoring for that uh, yeah. big show title run, right? Yep. So yeah, after this, the last minute insert. After oh, this match, we get uh, we get uh, female pilgrims setting up a Thanksgiving <laughs> feast backstage. And uh, it's at that moment we find out that Vince can't come within 50 feet of DX. Uh, he's got a restraining order. So Vince decides that he's going to make some matches for the night. And he sets up the New Age Outlaws to defend their tag team titles versus the Hardys in a steel cage. And X-Pac and Triple H, they're going to have to go up against none other than Shane and Test. Wow, what a, what a, what a punishment. 
it's a temporary order of protection. Get it right. Yo, or pay the price. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> hey, this cut- guys, can, I, can we pause for one second? Uh, I just wanted to let the people know at home that on the podcast that Mikey Turkrate walked off for some reason. He's out of here, right? <laughs> when he comes back, I, I'm going to ask him to sing the Big Show song. I would like because that was I wanted him. You know, like next time we go to a karaoke bar, I'm going to like write his name on a thing. Oh, here he comes. <laughs> <laughs> and and like submit it and like Mike Mikey Workray come sing the Big Show theme. Song. Hey Mike, <laughs> Mike's back. Um, can you sing the Big Show song? Or just go for it. You can. Ah, he's muted. Yeah, he's on mute. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> the wheels right, are we're, coming we're, off, folks. We're we're moving on because we've got uh, May Young dressed as a turkey and she's got a flask. Mula Oops. is 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 dressed as a pilgrim. They're both ringside. Uh, they're hammered, and and th- this is honestly a highlight of of the event. It's the it highlight. Is, I say. It is the highlight. Exactly, Jim. <laughs> this is like Statler and Waldorf vibes the entire time because they're just hanging out behind the commentary. They're like taking so much attention away from any time the camera is on the commentators, and it is absolutely tremendous. May Young How- has a yeah, turkey outfit on she has a head like the turkey <laughs> yeah. head to the costume in one hand the flask in the other falling over herself drunk it, it's it is seriously my favorite I part of the episode it Cooper costume, but it's not yeah, right? it's just a <laughs> <laughs> did you Cooper realize and how good may young is yeah. Young no is like is like lightning in a bottle like well without oh, a doubt like, I think I like hated it as you know a, a high school like teenager at the moment. Out. I don't. I don't think I appreciated it the way I did this it's week. Easily my favorite part of this this particular easily, show, right? Like it's so good. And and May Young and, is also a million times better than, than Mula. No, Mula's good though too. <laughs> yeah, they, they're role, necessary. Man. She plays her role. May Young is that good. May Young is so good yeah. that like Mula's like, all right, you're fine, Mula. But May Young is like unbelievable here it's the i want to know if she's actually in the bag or like if vince was like yeah let her just have some fun <laughs> you know if not because if not she does an excellent job like for yeah, an old for lady real. yeah for listeners pr- worth the price of admission just for the may young stuff yeah <laughs> and they cut to her quite a bit the, so the king goes uh is she dressed like a turkey and drinking wild turkey yeah <laughs> just <laughs> king is also excellent tonight he's like he really oh, is yeah. point. i love him it, um, the, one of the highlights of this card is it runs down basically like an old superstars because mm-hmm. every match is like under two minutes. Uh, our next match brings us to Kurt Angle uh, facing off against D'Lo Brown. I I absolutely love D'Lo's strut. It's it's top notch and one of the more underappreciated entrances in all of wrestling at the at the time. Yeah, um, he was he was overshadowed here. But like Angle's just starting to come into his own yep. as like his character right like he comes down he's like shaking hands like the announcer announces him in a real snide way like he's the only real athlete yep. in WF or something and then he does the whole he goes into the three eyes and everything and I forgot that this was part of this ninth, late 1999 right. like, you forget how quickly Angle like yeah just like oh he hasn't off. taken off yet he's like strapped no, the rocket to his back but it, it hasn't this taken off this is the beginning of it though like people are starting to realize yep. like oh this guy's like knows what he's doing like, and it was it's incredible to watch here the most this distracting is... part of this match though for me was the whole like Michael Cole rant in the middle yeah. of it right like suggesting that fans write to commander howington gives the address oh, and everything yeah. and, and make sure wwe uh, wwf doesn't get thrown off tv like the rant went on for longer than i expected yeah this it, is it, it it had to have been written by vince too like oh, just had vince, it. vince marks all over this thing he was reading right off the script it. This is America where freedom and expression of choice still exists. Like, they still 100% Vince McMahon yeah. right there. I love, the, yeah. I love like, when you're watching it on Peacock, too. It's like, address yeah. no longer active. Yeah. But, but this is not a phone number. That's a hard address. I guarantee you if you right? send a letter, like that's going to get to somebody. We should like, send oh, a yeah, letter man. to that address. Yeah. It'll find... A, it'll, it'll find... What Commander Howington, yeah. What yeah. God's name? <laughs> Where's Mikey Workrate with the "No, this guy's dead" comment? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like for right, the last couple right, weeks. The, uh, Commander Howington. We'll send a video to Commander Howington of like Stu Hart just like railing against 1999 <laughs> wrestling or something like 
Kurt Angle wins the I, match for those. I years. sent around that uh, the Stu Hart Memorial title from, uh, what was it, Dungeon Wrestling in Calgary? Uh, maybe oh, yes. we just send him a picture of that. <laughs> Why do these people keep sending me Canadian wrestling photographs? <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up, we've got Val Venus versus Davey Boy Smith, who is the current European champion. And what... God's name, the Davy Boy timeline in WWF is so bizarre, right? He had left after ninety seven. Is, is his name Davy Boy Smith here or Denim Boy Smith? <laughs> yeah, I mean, who? It's the first time since uh, his, you know, like I've tucked my son's uh, sweatpants into his socks and then into his snow boots. That's what Davy Boy's attire looks like at the moment, right? Imagine tucking jeans into socks and then into boots. Like what? I I, I read the card and I was like, what is Davy Boy? come dressed as during this because he's not wearing tights like you knew he's wearing denim come oh on, yeah so he left he belt. left oh yeah with the belt of course <laughs> he he left in 97 right went to wcw yeah. for a little bit got hurt in wcw and then came back to wwf yes. um it's, um, it's at the at uh the war games that they had he's on the ramp the right double, the, faint, the ramp no uh the trap door that warrior trap used door, to yeah right I think he went on yeah. pain pills because of that yes. injury. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You could tell you could tell he looks like absolute shit here. He's like oh, gingerly walking, like he's like uh, yeah. barely moving. Yeah, well, it's like Vince is trying yeah, to reunite him or something. Like, you know, punching a guy in the balls. Like I thought that was unique in the last episode when we're like and when I say punch oh, yeah. you know, I've seen a low blow in pro wrestling before of course but it's never usually like a direct punch yeah but right to the dick boy does it here too to Val Venus which I guess is the point right. Val Venus wow can't they really teamed this is, no, we can't, no. this is a family show we can't repeat it no here. no the promo about the drumsticks and stuffing was so uncomfortably grotesque <laughs> oh, uh, and, and, and it was just it made me nauseous I, I was like what Maybe those right to censor people had it right, you know. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not gonna let my child watch this. Sucking the meat clean off the drumsticks. Jesus yeah. Christ. How many? How many throat lozenges or or uh, uh, mugs of tea did this guy need to take down after? Because oh, ladies, we always joke about like these wrestlers, but that's how the guy talked throughout the whole promo. My throat <laughs> hurt. It's like when I have to do a Cookie Monster impression for my two-year-old. <laughs> it just hurts afterwards. Sorry. Um, Who would have and, expected that Extra Cooler in 1999 would be sitting give, here in 2022 being like, oh, this is grotesque. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a bridge too far. <laughs> Talk about a guy that like fell off, right? Have you guys seen him recently? He's like Sean Morley. He, yeah, he's like big, fat, like pothead. Yeah, you he's, know. The, he's the he's the man the man, Sonny, right? Like yeah, pretty much. Oh, not too Sonny far Sonny and off. Sean Morley. No. Sean Morley should get together because they're just yeah. both disasters, and you know, make, he's, yeah. he's like. Do you remember when he came league? back as Sean Morley? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, yeah. Awful. Nobody wanted to see that. Cut his hair and. Uh, he's gross. big in the like cannabis game, right? I think yep. that's where he's he's yeah. at. So Val Venus wins via via disqualification. <laughs> We've already spent too much time on this, but we haven't glanced. We were going to glance over Bulldogs dog shit music, uh, just oh, like ooh, generic ooh, ooh. attitude era crap. Um, next we get next we get DX out on the street trying to do something right and uh they're searching the city of rochester new york looking for bums uh they're gonna they're gonna invite them back to the arena for some food and this is triple this h is bizarre is, triple h is trying to teach the guys a little lesson about being thankful this is this is all good <laughs> they're going out they get to spend a a lovely night a lovely thanksgiving in beautiful rochester new york all and right, a couple minutes later they're like this place sucks <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the interesting did, did part feel, about this did that feel like a personal dig at you jimmy Polo? Oh, did, no yeah i didn't live there then i didn't live there for many years after that but i live here <laughs> now and uh yeah, I was like, oh, these fuckers. I knew it was coming. Like, <laughs> sorry, it's the F word. What? <laughs> but, um, 
but I knew exactly. They walked out. I'm like, oh, there's the river. Oh, that's so nice. And I'm like, oh, no, they're being sarcastic. Oh, no, they're about to punk Rochester. <laughs> I knew, like, this place sucks. <laughs> I love that they're looking over the, like, guardrail next to the river there, and they're like, is that a dead body? <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know then, why. It popped I me like, huge. They, lo- they look at the, the one guy with long hair, and it's like, this guy looks like Greg Allman with his zipper down. <laughs> like, what? Nope. what? Yeah, yeah, Greg Allman reference. <laughs> yeah, you guys are real cool. Okay. Yeah. yeah Greg Allman reference but it was at You're this moment we're about we're about we're about a half hour into the episode of smackdown and it's at this point where i'm starting to think wait i i forgot that dx is heels at this moment yeah. and it's like it's incredibly painful because i've referenced this and beaten it like a dead horse but 97 dx is my favorite dx and this dx always is as as the kids say cringe uh especially looking back it is very cringe um this part in particular with the homeless i'm like third iteration of dx too yes and and china's not even really with them right now like i don't even know if she's a part of dx at the moment no and she's off doing her thing with kitty but right. for me, for me, it's the delivery of Triple H. Like yes. the way he delivers his words, his lines, his whatever, it feels so disingenuous and scripted that yeah. it like disconnects my my ability to you know believe that this is actually happening. You know, it's all very I, I'm not able to suspend my disbelief yeah, here. I agree. It's like he's like waiting for like a laugh track or something. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's bad. It, it's, it's not until he gets to the James Hetfield, yeah, Triple H, that he like comes into his own. And now, like, if he's on our screens now, he's tremendous. But back then, it feels very flat. Like it's yes. just not a dynamic way of talking. And then on top of it, it just—I don't know—it feels so rehearsed and scripted. Plus, plus, 1997 DX is doing what? They're messing with the Hart Foundation, who hold what? The who championship. It? The Intercontinental. Yes, fine. <laughs> But they have they have every belt right like they're right. up against the the superiors right now dx is doing what they're picking on the homeless like oh yeah. this is like I don't yeah, know. it's I, like, terrible this this episode you watch if you go back and watch it, it's got a lot of problems that wouldn't work nowadays and yeah, like for me doubt. first and foremost the homeless thing is like Ugh. i'm like oh, yeah this is like Especially, it's Rochester. I live here. I'm like, oh god, like that's not that's not cool, man. You want to talk about you want to talk about problems? Next problem that we have is Big Boss Man, the hardcore champion, facing off against Kane. Right? It's a title match. There's like pretty much no hardcore rules during this title match, and it's again, I'm reminded like. Oh God! This is Kane in the love love story with Tori Angle. Wait, and why is Tori into Kane? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so they fight around in the crowd, which I guess makes it a hardcore match. Um, and it, it's literally at. You notice that Cole is just advertising the rest of the card throughout this match. Um, you see Tori backstage watching on the monitor as all of a sudden Big Viscera comes and and oh, strips geez. her of her leather oh, jacket geez. and and starts chasing her, but like. She can barely outrun this 600-pound man who's just like a blob in a garbage bag, um, <laughs> and it, it's, it's disgusting, right? And then they're they're backstage. She finally like finds Kane. And Prince Albert gets involved because he's helping out Boss Man at this time. Like, what in God's name is yeah. going on right now in wrestling? <laughs> yeah, the big vis angle of it's creepy. Chasing down Tori in the back alleys, like, ugh, like, ugh, ugh. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't like it. Let's just put yeah, it that no, way. Yeah, no, it's like it made me uncomfortable watching. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we're gonna move move along. We've got some more DX with the bums just boozing it up outside. <laughs> it's what are these bottles of booze filled with? It's like neon green inside the bottle. <laughs> it's it's some, disgusting. It's like definitely Vince McMahon cheap props. You know, like we've, yeah. we've watched these episodes I was before. The bums are gonna be like some wrestlers that. <laughs> Me too. Know yeah, I know. Then. I know. No, so I'd to no avail. Like, uh, no. You know, you know, Gilberg or something out right. there. Right. You know? Dwayne Gill. So after that, we get a recap of Stephanie and Test, uh, and their highlight of how they got engaged, and uh, you know this whole mess. Like her bulldog threw a garbage pail at her, so she yeah. lost her memory. 
Um, it was a garbage can. It's ridiculous. It's a garbage can. It's like one of those hard, you know, mesh yeah. ones. I want to know, like, I, I still, I know I've referenced it, but, like, I just don't remember this this moment where Vince was face, right? He was, like, this huge, evil bad guy with Stone Cold, and now all of a sudden, like, everybody's supposed to love this him because he's this family man. Yeah, you know? Yeah. They really, yeah, like, why would they he, even... Try to flip it like that. That's like, I don't know. A short amount of time. I, I agree and, with you. I'm I'm lost almost because we're coming I off. I think of... it's because uh, of the whole Undertaker abducting yes. Stephanie thing, Absolutely. kind of flipped. right. Absolutely. But uh, then, but good, even, but even that higher like, power. But Stephanie is like so like like baby face and young. Oh my god! I <laughs> when I saw her and when I saw her the the clips of her, I I was not. Ex- not expecting that version of Stephanie, um, but anyway, you, yeah, it sets <laughs> it, it sets up their their wedding, which is next Monday on Raw, and we all know how that goes. Um, and that's kind of like a turning point in in the story. It's like the next phase of DX and and Vince. Um, yeah, I love. I, I forgot. I'm like I'm, I kept waiting for them to show like the Triple H thing. I thought it happened yeah, already. Same. So, like, She's getting her memory back and all this. Then I forgot it happens. Right. Like, so so on Monday, on Monday after Thanksgiving, for I'm, I'm assuming everybody knows, but uh, they get they're supposed to get married, and Triple H takes over and ends up, you know, with the infamous scene of him in Vegas <laughs> with Stephanie. Um, they book so, it as raw. Raw is love, right? Raw is love. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up, we've got the Rock and Sock Connection facing off against the Hollies, Hardcore Holly and Crash Holly. Uh, Mankind is backstage talking to uh, to Al Snow, and it's a weird version of Mankind. He's got a blue shirt on, which kind of threw me for a loop. I apologize for being the, the aesthetics guy. Al Snow, um, 15 minutes here, where he's yeah, like, oh, he's yeah. the rock. Uh, I like that statement. I liked. It. I I enjoyed it. Right, mankind comes out. He's talking all about Thanksgiving. He's thanking the Rock, and uh, he, he like. Did you notice how he like breaks himself and he, he cracks up? He looks. He's like, "What the hell yes. is that?" And it's like some guy dressed as a giant socko. <laughs> it was a condom. <laughs> for 1999, that's certainly a possibility here. But it yeah, just looks like, like somebody's got a like, uh, a pillowcase. Yeah. That they've like carved eyes out of and yes. drew on a tie and a beard and yeah, it's bizarre. <laughs> he's definitely taken back. Um but mankind's out there, he's gushing that the rock read his book and <laughs> yeah. uh and here we go. Here here comes the rock. This is so bizarre to me how we've basically had like an hour, right? You've watched from the eight o'clock to nine o'clock, and we haven't seen or heard of the rock much. And here he is tagging with with mankind, facing off against none other than Bob Holly and Crash Holly. Like, what? What is going on for in the num- to, in Rochester, it, New yeah, York, to become the number one contender for the tag titles? And uh, it's a house this, show. It is. Rock, it yeah. basically is. Wayne Johnson's yeah. wrestling in how like Rochester, New York. You forget who he is now. You know, like it's crazy right. to think. Like it is. He's, he's like he's shown up every night at every stop. It's great. He's three, he's three months in, uh, three years into the business. Yeah, he's, he's still like like this is his job, you know. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy to think about it. He this is a highlight because he's Rock a killer here. Oh, he he comes out. And he's talking about all the the Thanksgiving setup that the pilgrims, female pil- pilgrims for whatever reason, um, <laughs> all set up ringside, and he's talking about all the pies that are set up. Um, oh. Yeah, there's poontang pie, and he tastes it, and he loves it. He, like, literally scoops his finger out of the top of the pie. Mind you, it's, like, pie with whipped cream, and then on top of it, in, like, chocolate syrup, it says poontang, like, like written on top it's of all, it yeah. in chocolate frosting. Uh, he takes a lick of it, tastes it, and tells us... Uh, that he absolutely it's loves so it. <laughs> he takes it over to Michael Cole, and uh, he he tells Cole like that he knows he's never had any poontang yeah. pie. He hands it over to him, and Vess uh... is Cole like all our laughs along. He's like, "Come on, King, you're gonna laugh right along with him." Like, <laughs> yeah. Cole is like he likes it. 
You can't, yeah, you can't understand how nerdy Cole is until you actually watch this episode. Come on, King. So he, he tells Cole to not. It's like it's so classic rock. Like, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Yeah, don't and, be and afraid of the poon. Go, <laughs> Michael Cole reluctantly tries it, and he likes it. Yeah. <laughs> And then he, he does a classic like rock stick where he like asks him something and How was your first you know, interrupts him. With the poon dang. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> the crowd is eating this up. This is peak, oh, peak yes. rock right here. What he's doing here is like everything I remember loving from yes. this uh this era of the rock. I would argue 100%. this might be the absolute height. Like, like has to be. It's yeah. It's funny, like it's really funny, like and it's like, it's it's really stupid, but he makes it work. Like he does, because yeah. he's the it, rock. It. We talked. I mentioned it earlier. How like and some Cole of the things are. Coil, though. Yes, some of the things are very like cringe, but this is. I did not find this it's cringe at all. I enjoyed no. it like one hundred percent. Yeah, it's Kevin Kelly was and, also a good foil. Yes. It was it was interesting too with this match. I thought that they were facing the Hollies because it was like not a duo I ever would have imagined seeing the Rock in the ring with. No. Um, basically, a sign the ho- that says "Push the Hollies out there." Yeah. Someone, <laughs> someone in Rochester said, "Push the Hollies." <laughs> basically, the highlight though uh, was at the end where Crash Hollies in the middle and he takes a people's elbow and the crowd goes absolutely like bonkers over this um just just the setup for the people's elbow and he wins and they're the new number one contenders for the new age outlaws tag team titles while we're at it we're talking about this kind of match what's the max amount of time a match lasts on this entire card uh i think i think the last two matches the intro on this match is like 20 minutes right oh it's yeah like mankind comes out talks about and then the rock does the poontang pie stuff and then the, the match, match itself lasts. oh yeah two minutes All two minutes <laughs> the last it's... two matches are clocked at uh according to someone online uh like under five minutes and then the main event is five minutes and 23 yeah, seconds shortest cage <laughs> match ever yeah, seriously. <laughs> All right, moving right along. Uh, we've got more DX teasing the homeless. They're backstage. <laughs> they're teasing them with food. Uh, we're going to get back to them, but we've got uh, our next nothing matchup. Says, nothing says Thanksgiving a bit. like teasing the homeless with food. <laughs> right? I texted you, you guys, and I was like, wait, DX are heels? It was like halfway through. I'm like, DX are heels? Like, I'm so confused. And I know I said it already, but it still baffles me throughout this card. Um, 99 you're just gonna, confusing time. You're just going to gloss over all the X-Pac pot jokes that he yeah. loves pot roast? Was that it? Oh, yeah. Sorry. No, that's <laughs> after the match, right? Dogs or no? When it jumps in there. Oh, no, you're totally pot? right. Yeah, I'm on the wrong DX inter- intervention here because there's yeah, like 20 sorry. of them throughout there, the entire yeah, it's episode. It's basically I'm, between I'm every. Correct here. <laughs> it's basically in between every match. So we'll get there. The next match is Rikishi with Grandmaster Sexay and Scotty <laughs> Too Hotty. I can't believe I had to say it that way. And he's facing off uh, against Wardlow's father, Joey Abs, um, <laughs> and the means. Street Posse. I don't know if anybody else caught that, but I'm like, holy shit! Joey Abs looks like Wardlow. Um, oh, I, I thought you were serious for a second. There is, there is, there. This match is literally a squash. Uh, well, he just I, this sits actually on is him the, and... the perfect segue for the least interesting story I have in my entire repertoire. You ready for this? It's the least interesting story. Go for I it. I have to tell. All right. One time, I saw Pete Gas in a bar in Connecticut. That's the end of the story. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Pete Gas. Uh, I, I ordered a cheeseburger. I ordered a cheeseburger. He was there. <laughs> I said to I said to my she wasn't my wife then. She's my girlfriend or fiance. I forget the timeline exactly. But I said, "Hey, that's Pete Gas from the Mean Street Posse." She was like, "Fuck you, talking about." <laughs> <laughs> it's taking she probably actually actually knew who that was yeah she definitely did did he have a sweater vest on is that how you recognized it it wasn't a it was totally but not like a fancy right it was like like a divey place i'm like that is pete gas (laughs) so the the highlight of the the highlight of this match pretty much is uh this is the first time at the end 
uh, too cool. They set yeah. up to dance, and they decide to give those those classic uh, uh, Brian Christopher goggles and put them on Rikishi. And all of a sudden, he can dance. And this is the first time we see Too Cool and Rikishi dance in the middle of the ring. And and you could just tell by the reaction of the announce team and and Too Cool and everybody. It it was pretty funny. I feel like they discovered something here. And me and my brother, we popped for this. This was the moment we really like like, (laughs) up at this. Like it was funny. Like you know, it was like that. Like. Like you, like too cool. It's like this really made the three of them click. Like, yeah, like them on their own, fine. You know, like they're okay, but like right. together, like is what yep. makes this group. That and just like everything work, in yeah. in wrestling, especially WWE or WF, and especially during this time, it's like at that moment they realized, all right, how many years can we get away with Rikishi and Too Cool? dancing in the middle of the ring and then yeah, they no, just... that's, the, that's the worst part of it actually like like how can we drive this into the ground yeah so there's they're still calling him rikishi fatu at this point too so yeah. he still has his last name which is his shoot last name as we know as he's the uso's father but his finisher man that little sit oh, down yeah. pile oh, yeah. driver thing is friggin' awesome yeah it really Kill is it. awesome yeah he like goes away from that i think the video game Yep. Yeah, it's a sit down pile driver. Yeah, no, because then it turned into just stink ass, yeah, stink face, which is yeah, disgusting. Stink face. That was stink ass. The fact yeah. that my wife, who like does not like wrestling at all, knows about the stink face, like and Rikishi, is just says all you need to know about Rikishi. Um, all right, so one more, another segment hey, uh, this, of DX. This is the pot roast. Part. Yeah, this is the pot roast. Sorry. Taunting, taunting the homeless. They're eating right in front of them. Right, they're setting. They're sitting at like a board table, and there's like ten homeless people on one side, and then on the other side, Listen there's the, the four outlaws. members of Tell DX. Me about their favorite meal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like they're like waving drumsticks underneath the the noses of these homeless people. And uh, my big question that I want to know. Do homeless people really have bloody ears as much as WWF portrays? Because I think eight out of ten homeless people in this segment have like fake blood coming out of the corner of their ear. Um, and like I don't know. Rochester pandemic? Is that what's no. going yeah, on up there? I don't know. <laughs> Vince is from Grant. She does not know what like homeless people look like. On no, no, not at all. Uh, I, I I take that back because Vince I know I know Vince I'm sorry Vince you came from like oh, oh yeah Vince. <laughs> so like you said Matt uh, the, the Road Dog says something about what happened to liking oh no they ask X Pac what his favorite meal is he I actually like don't like turkey <laughs> I like pot roast and and Road Dog's in the back pot oh, roast. pot <laughs> how old like, are these guys here like making like, I don't oh, know. <laughs> yeah, it's awful. It's it's really bad. And and they're wearing, this is like, like Cos- they look like they're wearing Costco jeans, right? Like one hundred percent now than they were there. And I think it's like I think it's jokes like these that piss me off when I see like on Monday Night Raw they throw that that like graphic around and it's like Sean with this version of DX. It's like no no no, don't associate the two because they are two totally different DXs in my I opinion. Don't like Here it is. Extra cooler getting protective over his Sean. Don't you can't, with Sean. You can't. You cannot tell me that there is anything <laughs> that you can compare to. Like he, the two of them are two totally different factions. He's right. It's a, that's like saying like you know uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, 49ers played mm. with you know the I don't know some, some <laughs> four touchdowns last night. Some other trash 49ers. Yeah, not that. <laughs> no, but. It, but you know what I mean. it, it's just it's just bad it's it I, is. i've i i soured very fast on this version of dx it's corny, uh, man, corny. It yeah cold. it's it's too cheesy um all right so anyway uh we're more than halfway through this episode of of smackdown uh so it's time to find out what's in everybody's cooler uh the extra cooler show and what's in the cooler is brought to you by sloop brewing company sloop is known for their hazy and golden IPAs. Uh, my go-to has become Sloop's very own Survivor Series team of beers, featuring in their bomb box. Sorry, I'm having trouble, guys. Matt's showing his beer on the screen. Thank you. Uh, their bomb box features Juice Bomb, Citra Bomb, Mosaic Bomb, and Simcoe Bomb. Be on the lookout for more coming from the Extra Cooler Show and our favorite brewery, Sloop. 
So, Matt, so you're kick us off. me for stumbling all over yourself? Just no, it's my own my fault. my beer can in front of you? All right. No. All right. It's because so I have more tequila, that. so that's why. Uh, <laughs> so for me, I, I've got a, a sloop I've never tried before. Uh, they have just come out with a double fresh pressed juice bomb, which is a double New England IPA. And it says, with fresh orange orange zest so i'm not the you're not the only one stumbling don't worry uh it's an eight and a half percenter where your normal juice bomb is six and a half percent so that double ipa comes in and it is incredibly smooth for a double ipa um really really good 12 ounce can of course it has the the classic uh juice bomb artwork to go along with it with some freshly squeezed uh not to be not to be uh confused with orange cassidy but i guess sloop should be sponsoring him as well with this one so <laughs> cheers fellas it's an awesome one go find it cheers i i'm gonna hop right in because this is my fourth week uh, i said i was closing things out with some tequila so i am going with the go-to of kirkland tequila and uh some club right now happy thanksgiving nice nice michael I, uh, mike mikey turkrate what do you got you actually have rubbed off on me the past couple of weeks because i too have some tequila nice I found, some, found some terramana in mm. the uh, old cupboard. Appropriate. And, uh, yeah. Because of the rock. Yep. I was like, huh, nice. Perfect well, spe- for what we're doing. Speaking of the rock, I have some Poontang Punch. <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, vodka Tito's with winter cranberry Sprite. And uh, and also cranberry. I don't know. My wife made this, this for me. So to... Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's. Yeah, it's a drink. I'm, I drank it. It's on now. <laughs> I'm drinking it. You what do you see? call it? Poontang Punch? Poontang Punch, yeah. Tell I mean, me your wife do. wrote on that post Poontang Punch. You, Mikey Workrate, have you ever had Poontang Punch? <laughs> I have not. What? <laughs> you have a child, so. Yeah, you you better. You've had Poontang Punch. Yes. <laughs> You're right. I've, I don't do good rock impersonation, but anyway. But I've I've moved on from the Poontang Punch. I've got these little Miller High Life ponies now. Oh, so, so yeah. beautiful! Yeah. Saddle up. Yeah. All right, let's so, yeah. close. Let's close things out and keep moving because we've got our our gravy bowl match. It wouldn't be Thanksgiving <laughs> without a traditional gravy bowl match of Jackie facing off against Ivory. And uh, Jackie wins this match. The most disgusting thing about it is the beginning where, I don't know if you catch it, where Ivory takes her boots off. hops Before she hops in the gravy, she, like, takes a cup of her hand and drinks it right oh, out of it, I is, didn't see they, that. Yeah. They're shown throwing mushrooms into this yeah. mushroom gravy <laughs> yeah. before the, the match. It, 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 watching them trying to navigate this literal, like, pool of brown liquid and uh, trying to like stand up straight in it. I don't know how they pull off the suplex in the middle of it. You got to imagine it's on a concrete floor. Yes, that yes. has got to be yes. brutal bump. I like when Jackie That's first shows up. Too. She like you tell she looks at it like, do I really have to do this? Like, yeah, and then, yeah, but then, yeah. but then like moments later, they're suplexing each other. Like it's they're giving each other beating. Yeah, it's it's ugly. Like just watching them stumble. But I don't. DDTs and uh, she does a face buster on her. Right? Yeah, like, and Miss Miss Kitty is the special guest referee, which is probably the highlight of this match. Uh, not DD to be confused. Not to be confused with the ending of uh, the match, right? So Jackie wins the match. She she departs the scene, and we've got uh, Ivory attacks Miss Kitty, basically drowns her in the mushroom gravy, and <laughs> and then we've got some EMTs come out. All right, and this this may have might as well have been like on like a explicit <laughs> website like Pornhub or something because no, you yeah, can see like this woman, scary. yeah, this this blonde woman like with a very large chest walks out and she's got the EMT outfit on and we know where this is headed, right? Ivory rips rips the shirt off and King goes absolutely. Well, bonkers she, she saves kitty first because yeah, kitty yeah, is choking sorry. on a mushroom yeah. <laughs> she does the heimlich on kitty to get the mushroom dislodged from kitty's throat i couldn't is, wait to get through this segment it was so this bad is why like segments like this is why the women's revolution was so necessary because <laughs> this was just ridiculous and sure it it, it like, kudos Jerry to them to going out there yeah. and and pulling it off but this was just 
atrocious. Yeah. What does Jerry Lawler say? Like, holy mackerel, look at those giblets or giblets. <laughs> giblets, <say>? yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, King is in all of his King yeah, glory King here. Is, uh-huh. Yeah, making all kinds of Thanksgiving references. Who? Who is it? BB. Who the hell is BB? No. And why do you remember who BB is? <laughs> I remember. That was her debut. <laughs> yeah, she was. Who's for BB? Like a month or something. The, the the EMT, I imagine. I know, yeah, I know, EMT. but okay. Let, let's of move course. on. I don't want to talk about BB anymore. Of course, right. he remembers. <laughs> yeah, okay, sicko. <laughs> Next up, we've got the Godfather (laughs) facing off against Al Snow. Doesn't matter. Oh man, you've got me coughing up a lung over here. We've got we've got Godfather in the next match and his hoe train and uh, no rest for the weary. No, seriously, it's it's the classic. This is what happened in this this point in time in wrestling is like we said, they just beat everything to death between Val Venus and his pre-match promos DX and their pre-match promos. Now we've got Godfather out here with his pre-match, like, uh, like says the same thing every time he's got like eight women like out there with him that they rented from the local strip club, um, dancing with them in the middle of the ring. And it's like Vince, Backstage with Linda, they like he's sex. the man though. Charles, right? Like it's all sex, like yeah, you know, like literally yeah. everything. It's like I don't know how they didn't team these two up, like with their that gimmick of the Godfather and Val Venus. Like why didn't they? He's posted tempt- on a couple of your uh, posts, right? Got oh Charles, right? Yeah, he's reposted and and commented and and <laughs> dabbled in my in my DMs. Oh yeah, he's another guy that's. In the, the cannabis field. Um, so anyway, uh, this Godfather wins the match. I don't have anything to say about this match. Does anybody else? No, Worldwide I just, filth. I just, I just know anything I know about Godfather's. Uh, my friends from college got me a cameo from Godfather for my last birthday, my 40th, where they told the Godfather to tell me to stop like cooking Foreman burgers in the bathroom <laughs> or something like that. I'm like, I can't believe they, he was like, very disturbed. Yeah, <laughs> he shared he it with He's us. Like, he was very disturbed. And the best part about like, that was that he like read it and he yeah. read it for the first time yeah. as he was recording it. Like yeah. he, he realized <laughs> like wait, wait what? You, yeah. That's disgusting, man. Yeah. <laughs> Not true, first of all. But yeah. Yeah, he like, thinks yeah, he learned. Like, He's like, what? Like he's, t- he's like, I ain't really like, what are you telling me? <laughs> this guy cooked cheeseburgers in the on the toilet. <laughs> on the toilet. <laughs> anyway, all right. Now, so we've got our basically a double main event. So our next match is New Age Outlaws, uh, Road Dog, and Billy Gunn, the ch- tag team champions, facing off against the Hardy Boys in a steel cage match uh, for the championship. And I, I don't know what else to say. I see Wait, the Hardys. Is this the match before this match? Mae Young's doing the DX chop. In the oh, yes. I apologize. I apologize. <laughs> um, but another, like, a, I forgot about the fact that Terry was yeah, aligned with the Hardys. Where's Lita? And I was There's like, no, what? what? I don't think what? Lita's there yet. Or she's no. with uh, S.A. Rios. It's not, oh, yeah. it's not good. Uh, but King is calling for Terry to come over uh, for his pumpkin pie and... It's just just another cringe moment of 99. And, uh, like, you hate to sound, like, all, like, holy as we are, like, 40-year-old old men. But it's it's uncomfortable, some of this stuff. Like, it, it, It's better than being 40-year-old old men that are uh, still still saying, yeah, hooting and hollering yeah, at these yeah, uh, yeah, 1999 yeah. ladies that are on our screen. Highlight of the match is Road Dog hitting a moonsault off the top rope onto the Hardy oh, Boys. I like, know. I wrote that down. I was like, did Road Dog just do a moonsault? <laughs> yeah, I was like, whoa, this dude, like, he's like the flabbiest guy in in the company, and and he's hitting a moonsault off the top turnbuckle onto both Matt and Jeff. Um, and then, of course, Matt has to one-up him and do the same thing off the same corner, but on top of the, the steel cage. I do um, like to think about, you know, like when they're introduced, the Hardy Boys, when they came down, they come down with their music, and they're looking like peak hot topic at this time. Right? Yeah. Like, oh, without a doubt. 
I like to think of them. How does the music go? Can you sing a little for me? So I like. Yeah, here we go. All right. So I like to think of them in in hot topic, like checking out the clothes, like showing each other clothes. They're flicking through the posters, and then like, and then Matt's and like Jeff is paying with a debit card, like handing it off, trying on the sleeves and everything. Yeah, exactly. Like like doing like they're just like in that store vibing. We <laughs> were vibing here on camera, man. I enjoyed that. Yeah, Keep vibing. I liked it. It's like the earthquake perpetual motion you had going yeah, on there too. Thanks for not mentioning that I had a shirt like that that I wore to high school. Oh, that was my <laughs> you just did it yourself, actually. man. <laughs> so at the end of yeah, yeah, no, go just talk talk about the shirt for a second. It was like, velour? Was, was it velour? It was velour, yeah. Ooh, it was like yeah. a cross between a Hardy Boys and a Gangrel shirt. He wanted to show off his nipples while showing <laughs> off his chest hair like Miguel from Los Bariquas. To right. be fair, he got laid in Sultry right. sounds of Mikey Mercury right. in 1999. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder he had a lot of poontang pie that Thanksgiving. He did have. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, moving right along. Uh, Jeff's up on top of the cage. He gets tossed over. The ref is out cold. Uh, X-Pac comes out, intervenes, uh, and throws Jeff Hardy back into the ring. Road Dog climbs up. He's pulled down, and then X-Pac helps uh, Billy Gunn out the door, and thank yeah. God this match is over. The, Darn the it! Back, the attempted, <laughs> yeah, Michael Cole. Darn it! <laughs> Hardy uh, boys should be champs. Yeah, so whiny here. I don't know. Yeah. But the uh, the back body drop attempt to go up and over the cage uh, for from, you know, Billy Gunn right. does the back body drop over trying to get Jeff Hardy out of the cage. And it is, like, atrocious. He's got to climb it. He's got to lift himself up and over and then yeah. fling himself over the top. It was not a very smooth uh uh, just like my delivery, it was not a very smooth. <laughs> no, uh, you did a good job. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to our main event: um, Triple H and X Pac facing off against. Whoa, 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 time out. There's a commercial for WrestleMania 2000 in between there. Did you see it? Yeah, for the they N plug the N64 game. They plugged <laughs> that game a couple of times this uh, this episode, and it's glorious. I love that game. Every that everything. game is good. Every, all of them were good. good. The WCW oh, versus them. NWO. But aren't they THQ? Yeah. yeah. Aren't the graphics hilarious, though? Like, oh, looking are, back. They look like robots, like or yeah. androids or something. Like Max back Headroom, then, we were like, like, this is the best. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a, there's like a meme, the meme out there that's going around. That's like, like me in 1999. These graphics can't get any better. And it's like Stone Cold in one of those games. He's got like the box head and like, just looks like, like made out of boxes. Yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> I think that's Sorry, Warzone was atrocious. Yeah, all those. All right. So main main event time. Um, at first, did anybody else do a double take? Like, wait, the DX band is here. Like, they the <laughs> classic lead singer. He's in the video package now. I don't remember that at all. Um, and anyway, DX comes out, and then we get Test and Shane, and Test's music is is awful. Um, pea soup. But what? Pea soup. Why? Doesn't he mention <laughs> soup in his music? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, so at this time when <laughs> when Test and Shane, out of here. I have no clue what you're talking about. Pea soup. We're gonna have to talk about this off air. Um, <laughs> so Vince lets the homeless people back in and generously feeds them their Thanksgiving feast that uh, DX was denying them. Um, and this this match just sucks, right? It it's just absolutely awful. Um, <laughs> you you've got uh, DX madness happens almost immediately. Um, it feels like Road Dog. And uh, Billy Gunn come out to the aid of Triple H and X-Pac. They help give them the win. And then at the end, we've got a, a DX beatdown of Shane in the middle of the ring. And all of a sudden, Vince comes to the top of the ramp, right? And I don't know if anybody notices. Vince is, like, pointing, and he's all pissed off. And the fans start, like, cheering for The Rock, 
right, like really loud for the rock, and then it subsides really fast. And he goes in the back, unloads the locker room, sends everybody but the rock out there. Rock and Mankind are not included. Uh, Kane, the Hardys, Edge and Christian, the Dudley boys, everybody's out there to help. Um, they take out DX, and this is where... Dudley the, boys in the uh, tie-down, yes. by the way. Yeah. So I, I wish I thought of it. It was like right as we sat down to record, I'm like, I meant to look up when they were acquired by WWF, when they signed, because they're in that, yeah, they're in that ECW gear, like the tie-dye Dudley Boys shirt with the, they both have shorts, they both have the boots. Stutter in the beginning, like nobody cared, like. No, not at all. Um, There's everybody that you can imagine that's on the roster gets sent out, and they're they're basically coming out for a massive food fight. Um, The best part about it is of all the people to start the food fight, you know who started the food fight? Who is it? Farouk. Farouk, yes. Yes, it is Farouk. (laughs) And and you can see the genuine pleasure in Farouk (laughs) and and Bradshaw's face. Like, Bradshaw is so happy when Farouk tosses him, like, a turkey. Or, no, he hands him a pie in the middle of the ring, and and Bradshaw is just, like, got this shit-eating grin on his face, like, that he's going to just go to town on someone (laughs) with the food. Uh, They're hitting drumsticks over each other's heads. It's pandemonium. It's just a full turkey at some point. Yeah, Brad yeah. Had two legs and he's smashing people. It's it's I think chaos. Bubba Ray hit someone with like a gourd or something. So oh, like it's, yes, it's, it's awesome. It's so much fun. It. I rewound it and I was like, I gotta rewatch this food fight one more time because it was just so much fun. Um, just watching because it wasn't like. It, it didn't feel like nowadays if they did this, they put literally like everybody below the mid card out there. They, they, yeah. everybody but The Rock and Mankind was out there, like oh, yeah. it, it, at ringside lock, tossing food room. around. Yeah. yeah, whole locker room. Um, and then the end is just is great because it's set up and you could see like Lawler stands up, Cole is up, and Cole kind of like walks away, like. And that's when you know it's going to happen. And Cole, uh, Jerry Lawler is getting really excited. He turns around, and Moolah's behind him and smacks him in the face with the pie. And, and he says, and, Lawler says, this is the absolute greatest Thanksgiving I've ever seen in my life. And then like, he turns <laughs> around, and, and Moolah annihilates him. Oh, like, without a doubt. <laughs> with some lemon meringue ties. And then, <laughs> yeah. and then Lawler goes full Dennis Reynolds. You yeah, it! Yeah, you it! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what what a treat honestly like the wrestling was not there at all in this there was there's like nothing besides road dogs moonsault there's like no highlights throughout this entire thing the wrestling the wrestling itself gets half a can in the cooler yeah wrestling gets half a can but for for pure entertainment and and uh time frame and where we're at we're celebrating thanksgiving i give this five cans in the cooler it was it was so good (laughs) okay okay you want me to dial it back give it a realistic one four four (laughs) but i'm feeling generous all right i started i like thanksgiving you are like full Jimmy Stewart in a wonderful life. <laughs> yes. Five star. Five cups in the cooler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I appreciate that, though. I like like that. You're like, you're being, feeling very festive. I was. The, the, I, the four is appropriate. Yeah. I think the four, four is appropriate. Is appropriate. Yes. The, 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 rock, the Rock was a major highlight. Michael Cole in his cheesiness was... Uh, or cringiness, as you called them earlier, was was a highlight. DX was some some cringe here, but that food fight took it over the top. That's it was awesome. Yeah, the food, the I food fight. It. The it ended ending, strong. It's so strong. I never and, got to hear Mikey Workrate sing the Big Show song. Sing it for <laughs> one second. Go, go. Well, well, it's the Big Show. <laughs> yeah, it's a big bad show tonight. I, was, I think. Uh, I think I think my rendition off. of the Hardy Boys yeah. was better, don't, but uh, don't, 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 yeah, <laughs> we've we've had a good amount of singing over the last couple of episodes. I I did yeah. the Ultimate Warrior theme last last episode. Yeah, I have a trivia question I didn't get to in this one. Are you guys ready? Yep. What do you think Shane McMahon's all time record is in the in wrestling win loss record? I got oh, yeah. it for you. How many matches are we talking? Um, let me give you a ballpark here. My my uh, math here. It's about 110 matches. Wow, 110 that many. Matches. 
includes draws. Uh, he is 20 wins. Okay. No, higher. It's 34 wins. Okay. 34. <laughs> 34. He's 34. Wins. Let's say 34, 66, and 10. That's my guess. Okay. All right. That's, a, that's not a bad guess. All right. Ready? <laughs> he is 45, 53, and 12. Wow. Uh, on pay per views, he's 16, 26, and 0. And on non pay per views, he's 29, 27, and 12, which includes this this card tonight. Wow. I, I love websites that actually go ahead and like try to keep <laughs> K5 alive. K-Fab, yeah, I'd love to K-Fab give him credit, but I can't remember where I got that from. It was like, you know, whatever it was. Uh, yeah, Raja.com. <laughs> no, it wasn't Raja. It wasn't Raja. <laughs> All right. Uh, this, this was a lot of fun. Uh, Jim, you brought this to us. Uh, so thank you for that. Um, before we go off, Matt. Two, ca- you... two cans for the Rochester jokes, by the way. It's. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, why don't you give us a quick uh, extra credit this week? Let's let's go. The Extra Cooler Show is a proud member of the Pod Foundation. The Pod Foundation is a partnership between ourselves, the Chick Foley Show, Turnbuckle Tavern, and Coming Down the Aisle. We are committed to bringing wrestling fans everywhere the best content possible and sharing our love for all things professional wrestling. Be sure to follow at Pod Foundation on Instagram and Twitter to interact with us and stay up to date on all of our shows. We are back for some extra credit with our top three. So the Extra Cooler Top 3 spotlights are top stories from the week that was in pro wrestling brought to you by Chalkline. Chalkline brings you our favorite officially licensed WWE apparel on jackets, shorts, and more over at chalk-line.com and the Pod Foundation will save you 10% when you enter PF10 at checkout. Let's dive right in. We have some honorable mentions starting with an announcement from Bianca Belair and Montez Ford. They will actually have a reality TV series coming to us on Hulu. So that was announced this week. Pretty uh, interesting out there. I'm sure Stack Guy Greg, the the esteemed reality TV specialist over at the Cheap Heat podcast, is going to eat that one up. Let's move in. Story number three. We have the Survivor Series happening this Saturday. And uh, man, it's starting to build up pretty quickly. There's one last spot in these two war games matches on the women's side. uh, And there's some speculation that it could be Becky Lynch, but my guess here is that it is going to be Beth Phoenix. That's my guess for the fifth spot. Moving into story number two, I got to go head out to Newark, New Jersey on this past Saturday for AEW Full Gear with Tom and Anthony from the Turnbuckle Tavern. I had an absolute blast. Our seats were amazing. Uh, we had some lounge access and got to uh, you know hang out in there for a little bit. Uh, it was just an incredible night of wrestling. There was not a bad match on the entire card. We saw a brand new champion with MJF taking home the title um, and cutting a pretty scathing promo in the in the scrum the media scrum after the event Um, I'm super super excited for this uh, and I will share that with story number one just being what Tony Khan is doing in AEW and hitting the reset button it feels like this is really a hard reset looking at the champions most of them outside of Samoa Joe now in the TNT title are all homegrown AEW stars. And you're looking at Jade Cargill with the TBS title. You've got the, uh, the women's title is now, um, is now, oh man, why am I forgetting Jamie Hader's name? <laughs> it's now sitting on Jamie Hader. You have MJF as the title holder, the main title holder, and you have the acclaimed as the tag titles. So really it's a full nice reset coming out of this post WWE, uh, you know, supporting cast. And the only one really right now is Samoa Joe with the TNT title, but I'm excited to see what happens on, on that one as well. So really excited for wrestling, excited for what will happen on, um, on AEW this Wednesday on Dynamite. And man, it was an absolute blast. Can't thank the guys enough. And that New Jersey crowd did not disappoint with some uh, pretty fun chants if you uh, haven't heard them yourselves. But uh, I think I think nobody really liked CM Punk in that building. <laughs> so uh, cheers to, to, to an awesome week of wrestling. And let's hope we makes. get the same. 
let's hope we get the same out of Survivor Series this weekend. Nick, take us home, brother. Hell yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. I hope everybody enjoyed this uh, little uh, Thanksgiving and Survivor Series uh, month that we've had. Uh, we've got some fun stuff in store for you in December and in the new year. Uh, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Extra Cooler and on Twitter at Extra Cooler Show. Don't forget to follow and check out the Pod Foundation on social media at Pod Foundation. While you're at it, uh, follow, subscribe, rate, review, and tell all of your friends about the Extra Cooler Show available wherever you get your podcasts. See you next week. Happy Thanksgiving. Rest in peace. Cheers. I love it. I'm going to tell you something. I win. This is without a doubt the greatest Thanksgiving I have ever seen in my life. No. Oh. Oh. You idiot. King. Happy Thanksgiving from SmackDown. I think. Nobody eats beefaroni on a boat, man. That's a problem. <laughs> Right, so, uh, right, what's so, uh, what's in cooler? Oh, <laughs> this blew my mind. <laughs> your rhino, your rhino's on you. Extra credit. Port, 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 side heater. Extra credit. Nasty, nasty, nice.